BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello again. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you have joined us. Steve Post in our Concord, North Carolina studios, joining us from our Mifflin Town, Pennsylvania. Lethal Chassis Studios, Ashley Stremme. Hello, Ashley. How are you? Hello, Steve. I thought the drama here in PA kind of settled down, but boy, was I wrong. Insert Logan Wagner into the 69K. Hopefully now things can be mellowed. Ashley, you're in Pennsylvania and you're in the sprint car land. It's not going to settle down, okay? Are you new here? You grew up with us. I'm new here, and I know it's it's crazy. It really is. And speaking of crazy, all of a sudden, all eyes are starting to focus on Knoxville, Iowa, the famed Marion County Fairgrounds, where in a couple of weeks they'll be running the Knoxville Nationals. The traditional last Saturday night before the 360 Nationals are the All-Stars. It's the last regular show. Ashley starts right off with 51 cars signing in. There was there, well, a lot of race cars there. There sure were, and it was good racing. Obviously, the Knoxville regulars, the All-Stars, and then some outsiders came in to get one last shot there at Knoxville to get their car dialed in. Um, 8,000 to win, Rico Abreu. I just feel like you need this Rico, Rico, yeah. you know? He has been on a roll lately. Yeah, we started last week's show talking about Rico and winning every week will do that, especially when you win at places like Eldora, Williams Grove, and Knoxville. You know, I mean, you, we, we'll talk about you a lot if you're winning at those three tracks. Knoxville, it was a sixth career win at Knoxville, second All-Star win of the season. I love this top five. Rico, Buddy Kofoid, Justin Henderson sneaks up there into the third spot. Austin McCarl and Brian Brown, the Knoxville regulars, Ashley, they look like they are in really good shape coming into this Nationals. I couldn't agree more. However, I feel like we've said that when the Outlaws come to Pennsylvania and then the Outlaws show us who they are. So could it be the same when they roll in uh, to Knoxville? Who knows? We'll find out. But we do know that the competition in sprint car racing is heavy and thick right now. It really is. We mentioned Austin Austin McCarl starting in the uh, finishing in the fourth spot on Saturday night. He is our guest. He is the 2018 track champion at Knoxville Raceway, is the current point leader, and when we return, he will be our guest on the Sage Fruit Hotline. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com.
Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. And let's go to the Sage Fruit Hotline. Joining us, the current point leader and all-around good guy, former champion out of Knoxville Raceway, Austin McCarl joins us. Hello, Austin. How are you? Uh, great. Great to be uh, back on Wing Nation. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, good to be the point leader when you say it like that. I haven't been paying very much attention to points. I've been trying to avoid it as much as possible. I keep saying if you just uh, if you just win, go quick time and win the race, then that stuff will take care of itself. But uh, yeah, it's been good. Good to be back on. Good to, good to catch up with you, that's for sure. What is it like? We're recording this Monday, so we're 10 days out from the Nationals. We're a week out from the Front Row Challenge. The 360 Nationals are now. What is it like for a kid that grew up at Knoxville, for a guy who was racing in Knoxville, a guy who's competitor? What is this portion of the calm before the storm? What's this portion like? Uh, it's like that, the calm before the storm. I don't even know how calm it really is. It's, uh, I mean, you're just constantly trying to be prepared for for war for basically two weeks. We, I wanted to go to a lot of those all-star shows last week and I just kind of had to had to take a week. We crashed the 360 in the heat race a couple weeks ago and Cedar Lake stuff about a month ago and I just wasn't quite caught up on spares. So really it's just making sure you're prepared as, as possible. I mean, uh, I feel about as prepared as I've ever been before. I've got you know, cars and motors and spare parts now I'm a little bit caught up on. So uh, it's, uh, I don't know, the older you get, the more you kind of realize how much of a just a race it really is and how much all of this whole week is. I mean, it's obviously a blast and it's the biggest week of the year for, for my team especially, so, um, or two weeks really. Um, but you, you're just trying to roll in here as prepared as possible. And, you know, I'm 30 years old now, so I've done this a couple of times and you try not to overhype it. And, you know, last year I felt like, I felt like for whatever reason, I just took it as much like a normal race or every every race was just a normal weekly Saturday night show to me. I, I, I tried to, you know, learn from the, you, you, you know, my dad always says, you know, the race car doesn't know that it's the Knoxville Nationals or the 360 Nationals or the Cappy Classic or, or who's there or whatever. So you just try and roll in there as prepared as possible and, and do your best. I mean, that's all you can do. You mentioned your dad, Terry McCarl. Obviously, you have been living these two weeks since you were a kid. Can you kind of compare things from when you were a kid watching your dad do this to where you are now doing it yourself? Is there is there a lot of similarities? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, it feels like, I don't know, when you're a kid, everything's bigger, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Everything seems more exaggerated probably, but... I mean, I'll never forget being a kid in 2004, standing in the Hall of Fame, you know, watching my dad lead the Knoxville Nationals and how crazy that was and Speed Channel and all that stuff. I mean, I don't know. It's uh, It seems like every year it does get a little bit bigger. It seems like with social media now and, and flow and Dirt Vision and everything else, you have such a broader reach than before. And um I don't know. It's 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 always I to be truthful. I used to hate these two weeks just because we were so busy and everyone, you know, for everyone else, typically it's it's a, a fun 10 days and everyone's, you know, having fun and wants to party and stay out too late and and do all that kind of stuff. And you have to stay disciplined and, and do your job. I mean, we're there to work. Um, it's you know, it can be fun. It's always fun when you do well, though, too. Right. So uh, you just try and. I don't know. To me, I just, like I said, the older I get, the more I try and just think of it as just another race. Like I, I say it all the time. I mean, that race car sitting behind me back there is an inanimate object. It doesn't, it doesn't know that there's 30,000 people or, you know, however many people watching online, it just knows, you know, what it is. So, um, 
I just trying to, you know, I think I, I'm going to ramble here for a second, but I thought it was really interesting watching that little video that TSR put out about, you know, following uh, Donnie after he won the Kings Royal and just how, I don't know, you could just tell he had definitely been there before <laughs> and uh, it wasn't anything kind of shocking to him and how calm he was and how he dealt with people and dealt with the, I don't know, the emotions of it, I, w- I would say. And like, I was just thinking, man, if that was me, you go back and you think of that video of, of Brad Sweet winning a couple years ago, 175,000 or whatever it was and how pumped up he was and just how, how different Donnie was after being there a couple of times. And, you know, I think after last year's experience sitting on the pole and, and doing all that deal, I never, I never felt nervous or like it was overhyped in my mind. I mean, this might sound weird, but I mean, I think if I would have won that race, I would have probably been the least surprised guy in the, in the, in the entire Knoxville or whatever, but you know, um, I don't know. You just try and learn and grow and, and just do your best. That's all you can do. I mean, to me, they're just, they're just races. I mean, we, every set, every, everywhere we go, these high limit shows, outlaw shows, everything is so tough. And to win, you have to be so, so good. And so you have to be perfect all night almost. And, um, you know, it's just another day of another race, another, another big event. And uh, sprint car racing has grown so much. I feel like since COVID kind of, I mean, maybe one positive thing of COVID was flow and dirt vision and all this kind of turning into a TV show and more than we even realize. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I kind of went on a little tangent there, but uh, it's, it's exciting. It's always exciting, but I'm not, I'm always kind of looking forward to going to the Iowa state fair, the the Monday after the nationals and kind of winding down too. I am sure. Yes. All of the good stuff. That's for sure. And speaking of good stuff, that inanimate object you have, that race car looks like it is going well. The last five races have all been top four finishes. How do you feel about where you're at, where your performance at as you enter this two week period? I feel really good. You know, I feel like we've, we've been slowly working on our car every week and a little bit better, a little bit better trying stuff here and there. And, um, I feel like we've kind of kind of hit on something. I feel like we're, we're qualifying consistently well, which is somewhere I, I feel like I've lacked at in the past, so that's good. And I feel like we're racing as well as we, we ever have, too. We uh, we weren't very good in that dash on Saturday with the All-Stars, which I think kind of hurt us. But, um, you know, we learned from that, and, and we're fortunate enough to go forward in the feature. I felt like we had a really good car. I, I made a couple mistakes behind guys that I really wish I could go back and, and redo. But, um, you know, that is what it is. And, you know, like I said, we just got to keep – Keep working on your car. I mean, the tracks tend to change this time of year with the weather changing and the humidity. And, you know, I don't think Duncan's really do much different, but it's just, you know, the air and everything changes so much. And the tracks kind of tend to change too. And a lot of cars are going to be on it for the next two weeks. And that kind of changes how things react or how, you know, you know, the racetrack might be a little bit different than what you might expect or they might, I don't know. It's just, you never know what you're going to get. It's, it's dirt racing. It's the beauty of dirt racing. You just got to stay on top of it. And I feel like we've got a, a really good package to unload with and, and start from start somewhere and, and go from there throughout the night. You know, uh, we brought on Luke Heilman this year. He's been helping me uh, just at the racetrack. And my boy Tyler back there cleaning and doing tire, tires. We've uh, we've got a pretty good little solid team right now. And, and I'm, uh, I don't know, I'm really happy with where we're at and hopefully where we're going. Boy, I'll tell you what, it is exciting. That is for sure. No doubt about it. Austin, hang in there with us. Everyone else, stick around. More with Austin McCarl in just a moment. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. 
Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Johnny Shots and the rest of the World of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. We are on the Sage Fruit hotline with Austin McCarl, point leader, former track champion, and one of the guys we're going to keep a big eye on over the next two weeks at Knoxville. Austin, we like to go off track, and I think since the last time we chatted with you, you have had an addition in the family. Your son, Cole, I believe was born uh, earlier this year. He was born, I believe, in February. How is life as a dad, and how is how has this impacted things? Uh, it's been, he's been a great little addition to our family, little Cole. He was born February 12th, Super Bowl Sunday. It was easy to remember. <laughs> but uh, no, he's been great. Mom's, uh, Alyssa is doing a great job. And, you know, I joke, everyone's been asking me kind of that same question, you know, what's being a dad like? And I'm like, you know, really? Right now it's been pretty easy. Mom does 98% of the work. So, uh, uh, no, it's been great. He's been awesome. Not sleeping as good as I probably was six months ago, but uh, no, he's been great. And mom's doing a great job. And uh, it's kind of funny. As soon as we had him, you know, I'm 30 years old. I was like, man, I wish we would have done this a couple years earlier. So uh, I don't know. Well, uh, it's been great. And maybe there'll be another one on the horizon a few years from now. Austin, you are still so young. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's be honest. I was super late to the baby train. Uh, almost six months. Uh, that's so cool that Cole is is living life with y'all and loving it. Does he make the time? Does he get to come to the track? Does he hang out or are you still waiting that out? Oh no, he's uh he's with us everywhere we go. I've he's six months old and he's been to California. He's been all over the place. He's he's probably been to more restaurants than most of my friends. <laughs> he's only six months old, but uh no, he's been everywhere with us. He's just our little buddy. He goes everywhere. He's he's at the races every Saturday. Uh Alyssa stays home with him sometimes when I travel. If we go further than a couple hours, she'll stay home. But uh no, he's great. He's great at the racetrack. He's up in the suite every Saturday and and uh, I think he's getting used to the commotion, and, and he does pretty well. That no, he's uh, he's been great, man. He's been awesome, great little addition to our family. And uh, uh, like I said, mom, I, I keep wanting to give her credit because she does a lot of the work, and uh, she gets mad at me all the time <laughs> for uh, maybe not getting up in the middle of the night like like she does. But you know, I got to get up and work, so it's uh, yeah. it's it's all good. It, yeah, inevitably, when he starts sleeping is when the alarm clock goes off. That's what happens. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's weird exactly. how that works, isn't it? You're just normal. That's it. You're just normal. <laughs> Alyssa, we're just normal. That's all. Don't worry about it. That's happened to everybody. That's for sure. You mentioned your wife, Alyssa, and she does an absolutely wonderful job. I, I snooped around on her Instagram and your social media, and, and you two just really, really seem to have a good time. So... When babies come along, things like date nights don't happen and things like that. Pre-baby, what was the perfect date night for Austin and Alyssa? Oh, man, there's a couple little Italian joints around Ooh. town. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a sucker for a good martini, man, a good dirty martini with Tito's and blue cheese olives. And anywhere with a good martini <laughs> and good calamari, I'm down for. So uh, uh, it just kind of depends. Any any decent little restaurant around here, we uh, we love to hit up. I'm uh, yeah, like I said, I'm a sucker for a good martini or margarita. Tito's, I like it. I like it. Yeah, um, yeah. Tito's and Lemmy's, actually. I, I don't forget. I... <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Austin, we chatted about your dad a little bit. Um, Sage Fruit Front Row Challenge coming up. Uh, your dad 
and your mom do amazing uh, putting this event on every single year. Do you kind of get pulled into that as well? Do you help get things ready, boil down? What What are Austin's job when it comes to the Front Row Challenge? Truthfully, I'm a little lucky in the, you know, running the race team. I kind of get out of a lot of that stuff. That's, that's definitely 100% my dad and mom's deal. Um, you know, I used to have to take tickets back there and do that stuff, but it seems like the last uh, last couple of years since I drove for Troy in 2018, we started going and racing it. And since then, I've kind of gotten out of a, a bit of the work. But uh, no, it's a it's obviously a huge deal for our family. It's probably the you know the biggest day of the year for us, really, besides Saturday night at the Knoxville Nationals. So uh, fortunately, I've gotten out of quite a bit of work. But mom and dad bust. The and, you know, my dad loves that event. You know, probably more than me. And you know, he busts to try and come up with cool ideas and giveaways and all the stuff they do behind the scenes. I mean, I don't think people really realize, you know, my dad's working on that race the entire year. I mean, it's it's one day a year, but the other 364 days, he's constantly thinking of new ways to, to entertain and be different and, uh, you know, just find ways to promote and, and turn, you know, it is a, it is just a one day event. And that's what we want it to be is an event that people love to come to. It's, you know, even for the racers, you know, it's good money, 21000 to win. And, you know, it's sprinkled in between, you know, right before the biggest race of the year. But it's just one little fun race to, uh, I don't know, it's the the slogan's always been the same, come to a party and watch a race break out. And that's just kind of what we live by. You know, we're, we're obviously fun people and uh, we like to have fun. And we want the event to be fun. You know, if, if the fans are having fun, then the racers are having fun and everyone's having fun, then and they'll hopefully come back next year. And I think the last four or five years, we've had great racetracks at Oskaloosa. I mean, there's been some really awesome racing. I, even last year, I, I started 21st and got to seventh and with no yellows. I mean, you're able to pass. And I don't know, I, I, last year I was like, man, I wish we could race here a couple more times a year. It is pretty fun to race there for a fast half mile like that. And it is a really fast place. And, um, you know, all the credit goes to my mom and dad and they come up with everything, the foot race, all that, all that different stuff. I mean, uh, it's just a fun event that, you know, hopefully people support and hopefully it's around for a long time. This weekend, you have the 360 Nationals and then rolling into the Capitani Classic. How do you how do you approach these preliminary races? We've talked about you feel really good about your program right now. These prelim nights, do you, or these prelim races, these races, do you, do you how do you approach these? You, we, we understand getting a win this Thursday or Saturday or Sunday is good, but next Saturday is the big night. How do you, how do you balance and how do you approach leading up to the, to the big day? Just one day at a time. I mean, it's kind of cliche answer there, but you just one race at a time, one step at a time. You know, I always say you got to, especially an outlaw show, you've got to be good in every stage, right? You've got to qualify well, you've got to get through the heat race you know, hopefully draw good in the dash. And then, you know, the final stage, you have to go out there and run, you know, 30, 35 laps or whatever it is. But uh, you just, I don't know, I, I kind of like going back to earlier, you just got to approach it like a normal night. I mean, I know they're not, and yeah. you know, there's more maybe, I don't know, stuff on the line or you're kind of in your own head, the event, and you know, everyone wants to win. Obviously this is what I do for a living. And you know, if you win, you make more money, right? So, um, you just try and go there with a calm mind and, and calm and just ready to go. I think the biggest thing for me is just being prepared on the mechanical side, you know, just when I unload that car, I know it's 100% ready to race, ready to hot lap. And if something were to happen, I've got the stuff ready to fix it. Or, you know, just preparation to me is key, you know, old school saying you win, you know, you win races on the, on the weeknight or whatever, but you win championships over the winter. And that's kind of the same thing for this stuff. I mean, it's just, being prepared for anything and everything you never know what's going to get thrown at you you never know you know if you draw bad and the racetrack's gone you've just got to kind of 
Everything's in stages, you know, one stage, one step at a time. Did you say blue cheese olives with your dirty martini? Blue cheese olives, oh yeah, every time. Son, you are talking. Man, that is good stuff. (laughs) Austin, we really appreciate the time. We wish you the best over these couple of weeks. Uh, Enjoy the time. Can't wait to see how you fare out there at the uh, Knoxville Nationals, and appreciate you joining us here on Wing Nation. Absolutely, guys, anytime. Hopefully see you guys in the next couple weeks. There we go. Austin McCarl joining us here on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Stay with us. More Wing Nation in just a moment. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Schatz and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Ashley Stremme and Steve Post here. And uh, there's a theme in the last two weeks, Ashley. Knoxville regulars, Brian Brown last week and Austin McCarl this week, taking a little time off coming into Knoxville, being prepared for Knoxville. And it seems like both of them come in here, uh, not only with their gear good, but mentally focused. I think I, I, I really like what we heard from Brownie last week and what we're hearing from Austin McCarl this week. I think the the mindset, the headspace is extremely important when it comes to this. And it's cool to hear Austin reiterate what his dad, Terry, has told us years past. That race car doesn't know what race it is. I just got to make sure the nut between the steering wheel and the seat is right. Yeah, no doubt about it. And it does appear he's that way. I am telling you, though, and I said this a couple of years ago, Terry had a good run there. We were we were doing our shows, and Terry had a good run. It was starting like sixth or eighth. And I said, if a Macaro wins that thing, they're just going to need to renovate the whole property because it will be tore down. And when Austin put it on the pole last year, I thought, oh, boy, here we go. Uh, The young man uh, can wheel a race car, and that would be a popular, popular win. Let's catch a couple of other winners over the past weekend here because there were some pretty good stories happening in the sprint car world. World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars. We're at Weed Sport. David Gravel, boy, when it comes to Weed Sport, he is three for the last four races he was rolling up there, but Ashley, I love the podium we had at Weed Sport Sunday night. I couldn't agree more. Uh, obviously, Car- Gravel won, Carson Macedo rolled in second, and some guy named Dave Blaney brought it from 16th to third. And you know, Steve, he just seemed so melancholy in his interview, like, I don't know, which is totally Dave. Uh, he doesn't get overly excited about anything, but he wheeled that car and it was nice to see him finish in the podium. You give me a slick racetrack and my money's on Blaney. Uh, and it don't matter who's in town. You could be an outlaw, you can be an all-star, you can be posse. You get on a slick racetrack and Blaney can wheel a car and boy, he was moving. Um, it is so fun. The other thing I really like, um, David Gravel has talked about how neat it was to share a podium with Dave Blaney. I really like that respect. Uh, David, in his Instagram video afterwards, said how cool it was to share that with Dave Blaney. I, I love that respect that's there between our drivers. David Gravel is 10th winner of the season, so he joins uh, A.J. Flick and Freddie Raymer in the double-digit win category. Closing quickly is Mark Dobmeyer up in uh, up in the Dakotas. Dobmeyer's up to nine as well. I uh, need to mention this. Our buddy, Greg Wilson, it has not been a good year for Greg Wilson. 
He rolled into the Plymouth Dirt Track in Sheboygan and picked up the win with the IRA. You know, Ashley, you know it was a happy victory lane for Greg and family. Oh, it was a happy week, Steve. Succeed. Yeah, indeed. You're right about that. Yeah, when Greg wins one, it's not a couple hours. It is It is life. He lives so much by this sport. I think it's fantastic. And, well, this sport is in Knoxville. This weekend is the 33rd annual 360 Nationals. Sunday is the 12th annual Cappy Classic, where everybody comes in town for a one-night show. Next week, the Sage Fruit Front Row Nationals. And then the 62nd annual NOS Energy Drink Knoxville Nationals all next week. So it is going to be fun. Going to be a good time. Going to be fun to follow along, that is for sure, and see what happens. We appreciate Austin McCarl joining us here on the program. But more important than all of that, and we seriously mean it when we say this, we appreciate you joining us and watching Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. NASCAR season is here and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing Inc.